Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. Well, I, I learned something. And it's sharing time. And I am uh, ever appreciated. Uh, I do appreciate God for all that he allows me to learn in my life. And what I've learned, one of the best lessons I've learned is that hardship teaches you some great lessons. Challenges brings about some of my best results. 
I think what I'm trying to say is in every challenge and hardship, every setback, I've learned something so, so valuable. And it comes, it just comes down to all, uh, it just comes down to how you look at it. You know, um, you've, you've all heard this. We've all heard it. You can look at the glass and you can see it half empty or half full. It's amazing how many people see the glass half empty. I am telling you right now, it's better to see the glass half full. See, you can you you come away with a lot more when you use a positive approach. So here's here's what I've you know I've known this, but I've just learned it at a different angle. Appreciation and gratitude is the key to having more. Appreciation and gratitude is the key is the key to continued blessings. Appreciation and gratitude is the key to opening up the windows of heaven to pour out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. Now, I don't know how that sounds to you, but I, I can't tell you how true it is. Okay, let's look at it this way. God being fair and just as he really is, he really is. He's a fair and a just God. What's most beneficial to us is he happens to be full of mercy and grace. And I'm telling you something, man. I've probably benefited from his grace and mercy more than anything else. I mean, really, man, if it wasn't for him just forgiving me, and then for him just touching my life the way he has, I mean, I'm not, I'm not here in this position today. I'm just not. But a funny thing has happened along the way, even to you if you look at it. Is that your genuine appreciation and gratitude has been the key to you having more for your continued blessings and for making room for heaven to open up and pour out blessings that you don't have room enough to receive. If you look at it, see, God being a fair and just God, which he is, why would he put more on you than you can bear? If you've noticed everything that's happened in your life, if you're still here, you've made it. You know, forget how rough it was. Got that. But you made it. Forget what it sent you through and it, how it made you feel. You made it. Now, what makes people give up and you hear about people committing suicide is they leave the God out of their life. And they start allowing that other voice to control. And if it's really true that God never puts more on you than you can bear, as long as you stay connected to God, you can get through anything. But you lose that connection you lose that communication. You lose that relationship with him. If you're not having a relationship with God, then who you having a relationship with? Now, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't but two forces at work at all time. It's good and evil. It's positive and negative. It's God. It's Satan. 
Now, this, this is at work all the time. So if you're not being positive about everything, you leave room for negativity to step in. If, you, if you're not trying to be righteous in your way, then you allow evil to step in. If you don't work on your relationship with God, come on now, look who you letting step in. So now I'm, I'm asking you to understand that God never puts more on you than you can bear. Okay, now that we got that clear, that's a fact. Okay, now with that fact in mind, let's go over this right here. Why would God, being as just and merciful as he is, put more on you than you can bear? Example, if God has given you blessings and all you're doing is complaining about them, you're never showing any appreciation or gratitude about it, why would he give you some more stuff to be ungrateful for? Why would he give you some more stuff to complain about? Why would he give you some more stuff that you would not show any more appreciation for? I mean, this thing is real simple, man, ain't it? If you think about it. So a lot of times, man, when I was going through my positions of not having and and wondering and all like here, I ended up checking myself and going, man, I'm not even showing any gratitude or appreciation for the things he has done for me. Start showing some appreciation and gratitude because it's the key to having more. It's the key to continued blessings. It's the key to the windows of heaven opening up and pouring out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. It's the appreciation and gratitude of what you already have. As minimal as it may appear to be right now for you, it is still what you have. But if you've shown no no gratitude for the minimal, why would he give you the maximum? I mean, I'm just really just trying to put it real, real simple so I can keep understanding this thing right here. So let me give you an example in my life. I had gotten so busy at one point that I had began to complain about how busy I was. This is true because I I am busy, but it ain't the busy part because I asked to be busy. You know, I asked God to give me opportunities and to make a way for me. Well, in that you got to do something and you got to get busy. But I I began to complain about the busyness and how busy I was. And I noticed that a couple of things slowed up for me. So I had got to the point where I wasn't, showing real gratitude for it. Well, I looked up and a couple of things started slowing down. And then I had to catch myself. And I went, wow, man, you have got to start embracing the fact that you are this busy. Embrace the fact that what all comes along with it because to whom much is given, much is required. You got to start embracing the requirement part if you want to continue with the giving part. So I changed my attitude. I caught myself. And I started thanking him and showing real gratitude for how busy I was instead of complaining about how busy I was. And then guess what? It opened up the windows of heaven and some more blessings got poured out. It just works that way all the time for everybody, for me, for you, for everybody. So listen, y'all, again, your appreciation and gratitude is the key to having more. Your appreciation and gratitude is the key to continued blessings. And your appreciation and gratitude is the only way that you can get those windows of heaven to open up and pour out these blessings that you won't have room enough to receive.
You got to act like you're glad for what you got in order to get more. You feel me? <laughs> Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? You are listening to the voice of the man himself. I'm his, Steve Harvey. Boy, and this <laughs> is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Which would be nothing without the following people. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve Crew. What's up? That damn June. Morning, everybody. That damn fool. Doggy dog. <laughs> yep, here we are. Yeah. I was just writing a song called Loaded. Yeah. Completely loaded. Why? <laughs> yeah, because I want y'all to be loaded this year. I want y'all to make a lot of money. Oh, oh, well, okay. sing that song. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Loaded. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Completely loaded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That'd be nice, man. Yeah. Be nice. What's your plan for making more money this year, Cheryl? Uh, buying less shoes. Seriously. Making more start. money. Mm-hmm. I know. That's saving. Okay. You know what? I don't really have a plan, plan right now. I'm if a you loser. fail to plan, mm-hmm. then I you know. can plan to fail. Now let's get it together. I will. We have been doing January preparation January. talks all week long, and the person that has been closest to this conversation has been you. And what have you learned from this? To not plan? <laughs> not, not a darn thing, <laughs> evidently. Man, just sitting over there, just shopping um, online. That is exactly what I've been doing. I'm looking at shoes right Surely. now. I'm you looking at shoes. Up. Tommy. Yes, sir. Tell her mm-hmm. what she need to do this year. Yeah, Go tell ahead. me. You all help This me. is Tommy's mid-show remark. <laughs> early. At the beginning of Tell her, Tommy, what she need to do to straighten her life out, in your opinion. I think she needs to plan. I think Shirley needs to get some projects. I think Shirley is the person that a lot of women would actually follow if Shirley put some projects in order because I, I think Shirley got it going on. I think well-known for shoes. Shirley, you could have your own show called Shirley Shoe Closet. Shirley maybe shoes. You get every, yeah, maybe you get everybody. People people finna get married and want shoes for that or blah, blah, blah. Shirley Shoes. I think Shirley, you can have your why own. Don't you, why don't you create a shoe line this year? Okay. I'm writing it That's down right now. Shoe line. Can we just give a round of applause to the next? Tommy, you really have changed. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay, shoe line. I have no Here's idea how to start it, but I like the idea. I yes. will partner with you <gasps> if you do it. Okay. Online business only. Online. Okay. No brick and mortar. No in stores. Yeah, those are failing anyway. I will introduce you to some people. You could promote it from the show. Uh huh. Up and up That's Man, really a good idea. That is. That's a great idea. Tommy, do you want a percentage? <laughs> no, Shirley. I just want you to win. I Thank don't you. Need no percentage. Like all the time, you want your percentage. Don't get what God got for you, baby. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, guys. Uh, insults you can use you when you get into up? an argument. Yeah. The, the main thing about having an argument is to just switch it into any direction you want it to go. Mm-hmm. No matter what the mm-hmm. argument is about, just say something that don't have nothing to do 
with the damn argument. Now, you know what I mean? Wow. You know, yeah. like, if you argue with somebody, you just throw it out there. Well, if you had some black friends, this wouldn't happen to you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Throw that out there. <laughs> what yeah. no that, ain't, that ain't got nothing to do nothing. with what we talk. You got what? What? <laughs> nothing. Excuse me? And you, you always... out loud. <laughs> and you got to say it when you know you losing the yeah, argument. When you lose, you got what? Well, ain't none of my kids been to jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just below the belt, Junior. Yeah, just, just go, go deep. Yeah. It don't matter if they even got kids. Yeah, you just got to throw it out there. <laughs> you got one time That's why your dad is white and you don't know it. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? What the got hell? nothing what? to do. What? Who, who got a white? My daddy. Now you arguing about a white daddy. Uh-huh. Yeah. See how you switch it up? Jay flipped it. Don't even matter. Don't even matter. Shirley, you got one. Matter. You got one, Shirley. <laughs> Let's go to oh, Steve. Oh, Steve got one. Steve, yeah. Steve, you got one. I'll throw one out. It ain't got nothing to do with a damn thing. <laughs> you know he dirty. Well, if you know so much, how come you got nine toes? <laughs> 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 now, they got to defend that. Yeah. <laughs> I got to talk about these nine toes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something you been wanting to say? Yeah, yeah, just get yeah. up. Just throw you it need out to there. go somewhere yeah. with your ugly ass feet. <laughs> 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 That's how you argue. Just throw it out there. Uh-huh. Like, we ain't even arguing about that. You go, all right, face it, your oldest child is stupid. Accept yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, accept the fact. You want, but you be losing the argument. You're though. losing the argument. <laughs> and, and I get in the middle of the argument, you say, you know what? You know what? I wasn't even going to say this. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Harold ain't real far. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good time for you to know right now. Harold ain't real, Dad. Oh, my when, God. When you're losing, though, you just got to come out and look this. You, you, and, you and your musty mama. <laughs> what? What? Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> you and your mustard. You talking mama. about my mama? Yes. Wow. Mama. You got one, Steve. I need that one. Look, listen, I cannot uh-huh. deal with the way you look. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 Yeah. About, we weren't yeah. even talking about that. Yeah. What the hell the way I look got to do it? And then when you, when you're arguing, you got to throw in, and that's why. It's yeah. always, it's yeah. always yeah. starting. Yeah. And that's why. Uh-huh. And like that's it. why you got a 300 credit score. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boom. 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 <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would say that. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. That's, that, 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 that's why your sister sleeping with your husband. Yeah. 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 Boom. Always come Boom. Out. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't no boom. That's Armageddon. What? Yeah. That's, that's your dad. Yeah. You got, you got to go boom yeah. in your face. <laughs> look, look, Deshaun. But that's why your girl look like 50 Cent. Anybody else want to tell? Why is you over here dirtying Curtis Jackson? Why is you dating Curtis? You did it perfect because you started with that's why. And I just thought. You got one? All this. It's because your son wear a helmet to school. That's why all this Yeah. That's what this about. Yeah. Sure he's fast because he always running for the police. That's why. How about that? Boom. Boom. Uh, 
Yeah, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of arguing with you. I'm, that's why you ain't got no ass. That's just, I'm like, I'm like, you're flat in the back. Right. <laughs> what my booty got to do with it? What that got to do with it? Why am I listening to you? You flat back. Uh, <laughs> I know Steve. He's like dirty. Steve, what you got you know uh-huh. one, Steve? Close it out, man. Close it out, dog. All right, y'all keep on. Uh, go ahead. Who you talking to? <laughs> say what you want to say. I don't care. Go ahead. That's why you got VD. That was below the belt right there. That's normally where it is. They don't even call it VD anymore. Well, they know what you're talking about. All that OSTD. Now you got VD. You got VD. Uh, we got time. We have time. We uh, have about another minute, uh, you guys. Uh-huh. Oh, you got another minute? That's why you got VD. <laughs> All your sexual oh, encounters come up in that. Wow. <laughs> All this because your mama's sleeping with the pastor. That's what I'm looking about. Wow. Insults are just too uh, far. You have to go oh, yeah. there. You yeah. have to yeah. go there. You're in a full-fledged fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you're, know what? You're windmilling right now. You know what? Yeah. You know what? That's why y'all lights is always off. You know? <laughs> why am I sitting <laughs> listening to y'all? Y'all in the dark. <laughs> you can't pay your life. Yeah. Bitch. You can't pay your life. How you know more than me? <laughs> <laughs> you have to go there. Yeah. yeah, I hope that thing on your neck is cancer. That's what I hope. That's what I hope. Wow. <laughs> Who are you guys? <laughs> you got to say it. <laughs> All right. I hope right, you're close it out again. Close it up, close it up. Close it up. for another one right here? Yeah. God. Okay, well, let me ask you something. Where you think your husband is right now? <laughs> Oh, damn. That hurt. Oh. No, that that hurt. counts. That, that counts. That counts. That was low. That was dirty. That was dirty. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think he is right now? That's what he told you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stevie waiting in the cut, though. Uh, uh, mm, mm. Uh, oh, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> Boy, that's when you hit them plates, hit the table. Clink, clink. Come across the table. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news and headlines. But uh, right now it's time for the nephew to run that prank back. I baptized him yesterday, Shirley, and I'm uh. going to baptize him again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is mobile baptismal pool. Mobile baptismal pool. We pull right on up, drop you down in there, shake that water off, and send you to work. Here it is. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Mr. Wilson... It's Wilson. How you doing? Who's this? Uh, how you doing? Uh, my name is Brother Springwater, man. Listen, we uh, we, we we got uh, paid to actually come by and do some services to uh, for for you by some friends of yours, and we wanted to actually call and see about scheduling and see what you had available. Uh, some some, some services. What y'all plan on cutting some grass? What uh, what y'all do? What kind of services y'all have? Actually, sir, you've got some friends that have actually spent a great amount of money on you. And what we do is uh, we have a um, baptismal on wheels service. And what we do is we go and we um, we baptize people uh, at their home. And, and baptismal on wheels has been it's a new um, 
company, but we've, we've baptized over a thousand people now. We have a, a truck with it, which actually has a baptismal pool on the back of it, and we actually come to your home and we will baptize you in your driveway and and make you whole again. So we've uh, been, bro, we've, bro, excuse me, bro, brother Water, brother Spring. What, what's your name again? I'm sorry, I didn't, Spring I didn't Water. Springwater. Springwater, you want to come to my house and give me a baptism in my front yard? We want to baptize you right there in your driveway. Your friends are paid for the services. And uh, my, my friend, what friend will pay for me to get baptized? I, I've been baptized already, Doc. Well, from my understanding, baptized. sir, that evidently you you had some some bumps and bruises, and 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 they seem to uh, to believe that you need to be washed and cleaned I mean, again. I mean, that's all good. That's all. That's all. That's all good. But I mean, things. Are, I mean, things. Be that mad, uh, that it may, man. I mean, I, I've been baptized. I go to church. You know, uh, uh, me and the Lord don't have no problems. I mean, we all have setbacks. But for you to pull up with your pool in front of my house to say you finna baptize me, that that doesn't make any sense to me, Doc. I mean, well, see, see uh, sir, sometimes when some people are not able to go to the house of the Lord and get baptized, you know, we're making it a lot more convenient for you. But we can I actually come. I don't need no convenience. I don't need no convenience. What I need convenience for? You asking me to come to my house on a Tuesday to baptize me in my driveway, does that make any sense to you, Brother Water? I mean, come on. If you really sit back and think about it, does that make any sense to you uh, uh, to come for, for, for the convenience? For, for, first of all, sir, that, 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 that's Brother Springwater. But what, I'm trying, to, what I'm trying to any say is that... Any type of water is holy water, spring water. It doesn't make no difference to me. You can't come to my neighborhood and baptize me in front of my sir, house. Sir, sir, what is all the anger? See, this is, this is what your friends are talking about. That I don't you. give a damn what my friends are telling you, man. And anybody, which, which one of my friends is going to recommend you to come to my damn house? Sir, I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm, my, I'm, and my, and my, and my, and my, that don't even make any sense to me. You understand? Sir, that I'm not, I'm not at any liberty to tell you who actually, uh. Hey, hold up, but you're in the liberty to come to my damn house and baptize me, but you can't tell me who the hell go see you. But you're not in What type, man? Come on. You don't even. Come on. Does that make sense to you, Doc? Come on. That doesn't make any No way in the world I'm going to allow you to come and bring your pool in front of my house and baptize me. Then I'm asking you as. as you, you're supposed to be a pastor. You're supposed to be baptized. I'm asking you, okay, which friend of mine is sending you to, you know, to letting you know I need to be baptized? You're going to take you out of liberty? Sir, sir, all I want to know, uh, basically, you, I've already been paid. I'm, I'm coming, I'm, I'm calling to ask you about your schedule. You're not on, baptizing me. I've been baptized. I'm going to baptize you on Tuesday in your driveway. Man, I'll tell you what. If you come to my house in front of my driveway, you better bring the whole congregation. You understand? You better bring the deacons, the brothers, the sisters, and everybody else if you think I'm going to be baptized in my this is the problem. This is what your friends are talking about. This is why you need to be baptized and cleansed again and washed in the blood of the Lamb. This is what's wrong. You need to be cleansed. That's what's wrong with you, Mr. Wilson. What's wrong with me? No, what's wrong with you is calling me in the middle of my workday telling me I need to be baptized in front of my house. If I need to be baptized and go get some holy water, I go down to the church. I don't need you coming in front of my house making a whole circus with all your friends and some white sheets talking about you want to baptize me. From my, understanding, from my understanding, Mr. Wilton, you've missed two Sundays already this month. Sundays? Man, I can go anywhere and get to work. I don't need you coming here because you're telling me I missed two damn Sundays. 
I'm going to miss that Sunday, too, because the football game coming off. Sir, all I know is I've been paid to do a job. I will be there Tuesday morning at 7 o'clock, and we will baptize you before you go to I, work on Tuesday morning. i tell you morning. what. i tell you what. You come to my house at 7 o'clock in the morning. I swear on your Lord, I'm going to bust your You understand me? You will not come to my house telling me you're going to baptize me. I don't give a damn who paid you. You understand? I will drown your in the water. Matter of fact, now, bring you, your deacons, and everybody else, we're going to have a pool party in that you understand? I'm going to get all of this anger and all of this, this, these problems you have within you. We are going to purge your body and get it out your system. I don't want your please. Let me, I tell you what. I tell you what. Brother Springwater, is it that's a call? It's oh, Brother Springwater. You're going to get baptized on Tuesday morning. I don't give a damn who pays you, who calls you. Bring your I'm going to. I guarantee you, I'm going to dry your sight. I got one more thing I want to say to you. Would you listen you to me? You ain't got a As a matter of fact, I'm busy. You ain't got to say to me. I got to go. You understand? You ain't got I got one more me. thing I want to say to you. Is you listening to me? What, man? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy, Mason. <laughs> Hello? Man, let me tell you something, man. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> let me tell you something, boy. Y'all, y'all was about to bring some head up to heaven. I was about to act a fool on y'all if y'all would have showed up at my crib. You understand me? <laughs> boy, Tommy, y'all ain't got else better to do <laughs> than to sit around here and just with people doing their day. Man, I ain't never thought y'all could get me with this. Hey, who the hell goes around? Baptize the people on that's like meals on wheels. How y'all baptize people with a pool on the back of your your F one fifty? Hey Wilson, I gotta ask you something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, you know it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> there might be one today. Anybody? Shirley Carla Junior, Steve, no, RJ, no, no, anybody no. want to be baptized today? I've been baptized. I have to. Sometimes you got to rewash your sins. Born you know again. <laughs> rededicate. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, rededicate your life. You understand? Uh-huh. That's the baptismal. All right. Uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, uh, you started telling us about this uh, woman, young well, woman you were dating. Well, let me just tell you, I met this girl mm-hmm. at, uh, <laughs> in college. Uh-huh. Lord, she was fine. Mm-hmm. Creole girl, my brother told me how to get her, and he gave me some money to take her out. So I told her to pick a restaurant. She picked a Creole restaurant. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm 17. I ain't had no Creole food, so I'm in. She done ordered all this spicy stuff. Yeah, I know. I'm eating stuff, man, ain't never been in my system before. <laughs> so I'm taking her home, and my stomach is turning. <sighs> so we get at the front of her house. I'm going to walk her to the door. She said, come on in for a little while. My mama and them gone. Now, my mama had told me, when your stomach is tore up, try to go home. Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't put that in nobody else's house. Great advice. Good advice. Yes. yes. But she was so fine, I just said, well, man, let me go on in here for a little while. Because what kind of man would I be? Fine chick invite you in and mom and daddy ain't there. Let me at least go on in here. Something. But your stomach. Mm-hmm. I mean, really? Shirley, this a girl. <laughs> Every man would have went in there. Everyone. So I'm sitting there on the couch. We're watching TV. My stomach is turning. I can hear it. So I said, can I go to the bathroom? Oh, she Lord. said, second door on the left. 
I go in there, and Lord have mercy. The walls of Gibraltar. What? The walls of Gibraltar. I done grabbed the tile rack in front of me to just try to hang on. I'm twisting the guest tile in my hand like I'm wringing it out. I done knocked the toilet tissue holder off the wall. Screws out everything. I done kicked over the trash. But I'm using the bathroom so much that it's alarming to me. Yeah. I've actually put more in there than I've ever put in there in my life prior to. I yeah. think we got the oh, picture. We got it. We got it. I didn't know. You, don't stop my story, Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> this is for Junior and Tom. I know that's what you're talking about. So I'm filling the bowl up. So finally I'm done to my relief. Oh. I'm, but I'm sweating, though. <laughs> I'm talking about I'm in there. Is you at your shirt? I'm talking about shirt wide open. <laughs> <laughs> I had unbuttoned my whole shirt. <laughs> it's wide open. <laughs> I had hung my pants up on the back of the so door. Because yeah. I, I use the bathroom like my daddy. I always hang my pants and drawers up on the back of the door. You're naked. You're naked. Yeah. You don't ever use the bathroom. But I got my shirt on. But I didn't open it up because it's hot. I got just just water coming down out the front. So I stand up and I flush the toilet. Uh-oh. Now, I'm putting my clothes on, but you know how you're waiting to hear that sound? Yeah. Uh-huh. That... Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. that's gone. Hear. It's gone. The swoosh. Yeah. All I hear is the swirling. Oh! And I turn around, and, the, and it's rising. <laughs> <laughs> rising? Oh, my God! And I'm asking God oh to not God. to do this to me today. Oh I know you praying. <laughs> I'm asking God, don't not today, Lord. We, no, yeah. we have to not have, in Him. We have to have a part three. This ain't the time for this. Yeah, hold tight, dog. Hang on, Steve. Lord, stop this swirl from rising. In your name, Father God. You ain't ever heard me. Hear me now, oh God. Steve, we have to go to Miss Ann. So I will, but I Jesus, reel it in. Stop and- this swirl. But it's steady coming. All right, Steve, let's move on to the headlines, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, Steve. Remembering some of those we lost. Edwin Hawkins. Hugh Masakela. Craig Mack. Dennis Edwards. Burt Reynolds. We get connected up with that body. This thing's going to be hanging on us the rest of our lives. Pulitzer-winning journalist Les Payne, civil rights icons, the Reverend Wyatt T. Walker, Linda Brown of Brown vs. Board of Education, the great South African freedom fighter Winnie Mandela. I was one of those who were with the people fighting physically against the apartheid regime. The founder of Black Liberation Theology, Reverend James H. Cohn, Eric Garner's daughter, Erica Garner, Dr. King advisor Dorothy Cotton, voting rights activist Rosanelle Eaton, Victim Owen. Yvonne Staples. Wrestler Bruno Sammartino. Austin Powers' mini-me, Vern Troyer. Jackson patriarch Joe Jackson. Beauty shop producer Shelly Garrett. Superman's movie Lois Lane, Margot Kidder. Up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. Former Miss Universe and first black Miss Texas, Chelsea Smith. 
Dorothy Malone of Peyton Place. Reverend Billy Graham. We're going to ask that we all bow our heads in F Troops Ken Barry. Founder of the Dance Theater of Harlem, Arthur Mitchell. Pulitzer winning playwright and Toshoki Shangale. Singer, righteous Baseball Hall of Famer, William McCovey. Creator of SpongeBob SquarePants, Stephen Hillenberg. Cartoonist Stan Lee. Creator of Black Panther, The Incredible Hulk, and Spider-Man. Congressman Ronald Dellums. U.N. Secretary General Kofi Annan. Tuskegee Airman Wilfred DeFore. Senator John McCain. Former President George H.W. Bush. Black industrial designer Charles Harrison. In a Viewmaster gift set. Other gift sets include Michael Jackson and Masters of the Universe. Actress and director Penny Marshall of Laverne and Shirley. And singing greats, Nancy Wilson. Guess who I saw today, my dear? And when October goes, the same old dream appears. And Aretha Franklin. Show. Here we are, Steve. All right, uh, I'm back. Just catch up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over this fine girl house, stomach yeah. toe up, then mm-hmm. ate Creole food, 17, mm-hmm. should have went home to use the bathroom, like sat in her house because she fine. Now I'm in here using the bathroom, and all hell done broke loose in here. <laughs> on, I'm boy. in here naked, <laughs> sitting on the toilet with just my shirt on, because I like to sit wide naked. I like to be open and free. And I need it because I had to brace myself a couple of times. But she never came in there to t- knocked on the door to check. No, not anywhere. yet. She oh. coming. That's coming in the story. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I get up. I finally get through. But I've noticed that I've put more in the bowl than ever before. Oh, so I'm a little bit concerned with their sheer volume. Uh-huh. So I flush the toilet as I'm putting my pants back up on me. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm waiting to hear that. Yeah. But I don't hear it. And I look back, and it's rising. Oh, Lord. It's just Lord, going Lord. in a slow circle. Oh, so I go in, I go to my Heavenly Father. Say, Father God, pray on me, boy. Pray on me, Lord. Now, Lord, pray hard, hard. Stop this rising tide. Well, somehow, don't let this swirl get up by the top. But he didn't hear me that day. Yeah. I guess it was a lesson. It's a lesson. So, next thing I know, it's at the very top of the toilet. Oh, my God. And it's about Gosh. to flow over. Oh, oh. So now I don't know what to do. Uh-uh. So I look down, and it's a trash can. Oh, uh-huh. man. So I dip the trash can down in it. Oh. And I got a trash can full of it. Yeah. Oh. So I pull the shower curtain back <laughs> and throw it in the bathtub. <laughs> But here comes some more. So I had to take another trash can full of it and throw another trash can in the bathtub. And here comes some damn more. So now I realize they toilet is broke. They toilet is broke and backed up. And it started going back down. 
you so working then it, I say, I got to get some water and put it in here. Yeah. So I started running water in the oh, trash can tough. to pour oh. it down there and make the water go clean. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. So right. I finally did that. Yeah. And I said, thank you, Lord. Uh-huh. And I looked over, and the damn bathtub yeah. is right. <laughs> <laughs> shower curtain is trifling. I look up. Man. It's on the wall. Wait, wait, it's hold on. The it's on the wall. Part four, part four. Hold this, on. This is this is Steve Harvey's in the bathroom. Yeah. Part four coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, Steve. All right, uh, I'm back. Steve. <laughs> Trapped in the bathroom, <laughs> part four. Yeah. I done bailed out three buckets, uh, trash cans of pure mess, uh, then throwed it in the shower. Gross. So when I get all of the water back in the toilet where I got it sometimes and the water clean, I said, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I look over, the damn bathtub is trapped. <laughs> so now I cut these people shower on. Yeah. And I'm washing down the walls, uh-huh. the shower curtain with the shower. The girl comes up to the door, because I've been in here now about 45 minutes. Whoa. Oh, oh, clean up for a long time. So she said, you okay in there? Everything fine. This ain't going good. She said, it sounds like something wrong in there. Get away from the door. <laughs> To get away from the door. She said, well, okay. It's my house. <laughs> so I'm in there. Uh, it's this too late, but I noticed they got a candle in the bathroom. Oh. I light it. Oh, I light worse. the candle, start yeah. striking matches and running tap water. Okay. That's what my mama always told me. Strike some matches and run some tap water. Uh-huh. It'll help you get rid of odor. Okay. So okay. I'm in there. But now I'm washing down shower curtains, walls. <laughs> The bathtub, you're getting up stuff off the floor. <laughs> I'm just in here with, now. Now you probably saying, Steve, what is you washing it down with? Yeah, yes. that's what we're well, probably wasn't saying. Well, no paper towels in there. Uh huh. But that towel rack that I had grabbed when I first sat down and was twisting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They guess towels. <gasps> the pretty ones no, with the lace no. and the flowers <laughs> and the yeah, with the on, on it. Yeah, had tees on it. The yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's what I'm washing it down with. <laughs> Not my good towels. Now my- this towel is brown. Because <laughs> oh, I can't rinse it all out. Because it would have What color was it when it started? Pink. <laughs> They was pink. This is awful. Now the towels is running. I done washed all the walls down, everything. I'm in there sweating. You working. My ass been at a construction site. You are you working. working uh-huh. So been... I've been in there total about damn near an hour. Uh-huh. So I pull, I fasten my clothes. I look at the bathroom. I got everything up. Oh. But I got this big nasty ass towel, uh-huh. and I don't know uh-huh. what to do with it. Uh-huh. So I take it, put it in the waste paper can that I've been bailing with uh-huh. and mm-hmm. stuck all that under the sink. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I figured this ain't finna be good no how. Yeah. But at least when they come in here, they go, it's gonna take a moment of, cause I know when you go in there, you're gonna have to say, what the hell happened <laughs> yeah. here? Cause I couldn't remember how the shower curtain was or none of that. Uh, uh. And I got, I look, I'm telling you, I got everything off. Right, right. So I walk down the hallway. Uh-huh. She's sitting on the couch with an attitude. Of course she has yeah. an attitude. Her arms folded. Yes, Then she looked at me and she said, why you been in there so long? Right. I said, I had a little accident. 
Then she said, oh my God, look at you. Uh -huh. What was wrong? I didn't realize. When I was bailing oh, all that oh, mess God. into the shower, it was oh, splashing God. on my pants below my knee. God. I ain't had time to look at this because I'm on too busy cleaning up their damn house. Now I look down, it's just specks oh, and splash marks of mess from my knee down. My pants was trifling. I looked at her, she looked at me and she said, Oh my God, look at you. What have you been doing? <laughs> what did you say? I looked at her and said, You ain't got to talk to me like that. <laughs> And walked out the front door and slammed it. Never came back. Went in there and got in my car, had to ride home with all my windows down. Because I stink. I smell like a skunk sitting in that car. Oh, God. And drove home. And that girl saw me on the campus next day, and all her girlfriends was looking at me. I act like I had never met her before. And that was my Steve Harvey's. Wow. Trapped. Trapped in the, in the bathroom. bathroom. I love Slash it. That's classic. Claws. And I'm going to put some music to that. All right. Uh, are you now? <laughs> All right, nephew Tommy coming up next with uh, the prank phone call. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's strawberry letter. You don't want to miss that. But first... Come on, nephew, with the prank phone call for your the uncle. The limo driver? <laughs> it's the limo driver. This is the bank job. Here it is right here. Good afternoon. How can I help you? I'm trying to get Cecil. Get it, Cecil. Hey, Cecil, uh, one of my boys gave me your number, man. I'm trying to get a uh, a car service for tonight. Okay, listen, this is my personal number. Do, do you have the, the, the main number? Man, I keep calling the main line, but ain't nobody answering. I done call that about six, seven times. They keep rolling over to like a, to a voicemail or something. Okay, 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 brother, what's your name? My name's Tony. Okay, listen, Tony, I got a customer in the back. Let me get them handled. Can you, you got a few moments? I'm going to hit yeah, the drop off. Let me get the dough for them and all you that. Want me I call you back? back? Hold the phone, all right? Okay, cool. All right, thank you. Have a good evening. All right, Tony? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, now, uh, you saying you called the main line and you just keep going to voicemail or something like I that? I keep calling the main line, but, you know, I, I know I'm calling at the last minute, dog. I'm trying to get a um, get a car for tonight, man. Okay, what you need? What, what, listen, we, we got uh, we got the SUV, we got a, a sedan or two, we got a couple limos, white or black, what you need? If I could get, a, I guess, a, a, like a black limousine, be cool. Okay, we got that, we got that. What time? Where I'm picking you up? What time? What it costs, you know, for an hour? Because all I need is an hour. Where's it's sixty-five dollars an hour, but we only do three-hour minimum. The first three hours. Sixty-five. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, see, hey, well, see, see, so all I need is an hour, man. Really, like forty-five minutes. So, do you think they'll work with me? Well, you can't get them, so you're dealing with me. I, uh, let me see. Let me. I tell you what. I, I'll do you for a hundred fifty dollars, and I'll take care of you. But now, I'm, I want you to know, I'm going to let them know everything. So I got to have either credit card or receipt or something on the cash to let them know because I'm not no crooked brother. I'm going to let them know everything that I'm doing. Will that work for you? 150 I, I can give you 150 when you pick me up. That's no problem then. Where am I picking you up and at what time? All right, I'm at 98 Village Drive. 98 Village Drive. Okay, 98 And where am I taking you, sir? I'm going downtown on Capitol Street. Downtown the Capitol Street. All right. And what time am I picking you up? You could get me like at 11.45 at night. That would be good. 11.45. Okay. 
that 45 minutes, to an hour, you're going to need. And 45, that makes it look like I see 1245, 1234. Okay, good deal. Um, let me see. And uh, downtown capital, what? You didn't give me an address. I don't even know the address. I'm going to um to bank. Bank downtown, all right? Right. Um, can I ask you something, uh, uh, Tony, right? Uh, yeah. I'm not trying to get in your business. And, uh, we don't ask questions usually, but a, a bank at night's going to be closed. I mean, you, 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 you're not going to work because I got to take you back. So you're dropping off to something, somebody, something like nah, that, No, no, no. I ain't dropping nothing off. I'm picking something up. See what, see, what I need you to do is just right here. I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to be in there probably like about 15 minutes. But when I come out, man, I need you to have the car running, and we need to get out of there. Wait a minute. You you asking me to, to run you down to a bank at midnight, and you picking something up at midnight, and I got to be ready to go when you come out. Me and my boys, when we come out of there, just come, when, when we get in, when we get back in the back of the, the the limo, I need you to I need you to put the pedal down, man, and let's get out of there. Look here, young 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 brother. Well, how, how old are you, man? I'm 24. Yeah, that's what I figured. Look here, man. It sounds like you're in some kind of shady. I don't do that, brother. That that. Hey, I, hold I, on, I, hold I, on, I man. Hold on, man. Yo, you a driver, dog. Your job is to drive. If you pick somebody up, first of all, you ain't supposed to be asking nobody where they going, what they doing. Your supposed to drive. Okay, let me so stop. You, what bro. I'm let telling me, you let, is, let, man, let once we come out let, the bank, drive. Drive. Let, let me stop you. That's why I'm driving. Instead of working somewhere else driving, because I was ignorant like you at one time. Now, let me tell you something, but I don't know your business and really don't care at this point in time. I'm not doing no crazy like this here. Brother, let me tell you something, man. What you need to do is get your young into some type of training school or something to find yourself a job. You're going to go down there and the going to blow your brains out. Hey, 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 I ain't really trying to hear all this right here. What I'm trying to do is pay you this 150 You drive me where I'm trying to go and you bring me back to my apartment. Brother, you can't get right now. Not even no advice. You need to listen to me. That's what's wrong with you young now. Y'all crazy. Get rich right all overnight type Boy, you need to slow down because they got some You feel me? They got hey, some man, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Hold on. What you know? You don't know nothing? You don't know well, me I don't at need all. to know you, brother. How you going to be preaching to me, dog? Because I've been there, man. That's why I'm driving a limo. Because I've been there. Young brother, I'm trying to keep you from going there because you won't like it. Look at Tony, I don't know what to tell you at this point. First of all, I'm not doing it, so you can cut that out, Okay. Now I'm thinking of you and all the other young brothers that do this dumb You watch too many of them movies or something. Brother, you need to get your straight because they got a place for you. Bro, let me tell you something. They read my mouth, I read it. Anything my mama told me, they didn't want me to know they cut it out. Do you feel me? They looked at me every night when they wanted to. Fed me garbage that I had to eat or die. You ain't ready for that, man. You ain't ready for why the think he got your name. You brothers don't know what's going on out here. You got it too easy, see? Now you talking about going down there robbing the bank. You ain't no bank robber. You don't sound like no thug or with a limo. The way you going, you ain't making nothing because they will blow your young away about their paper. You don't understand that. And you so ain't ready for no jail. Can I say one more thing to you? Yeah, what is it? All I want to do is tell you this, that I'm nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And your boy Cardell got me to prank phone call you. I don't give a who you are. If you around with them folks downtown, they're going to blow your well, they're going to give you 100 years under the jail. Did you, you feel did me, you, brother? Did you, did you just hear what I just said, though? What, you said something about, well, my partner, you know, I, I heard. No, 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 no. I said, I'm nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy, the other, another driver, Cordell, got me to prank phone call you. Nephew Tommy.
Oh, you mean Steve Harvey on the radio? <laughs> no, man, no, no, no. This is, are you serious, man? Hey, Cecil, your boy Cordell got me to prank phone call you, man. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that. Man, you lit my fire, man. Don't you know that? I'm in my fight mode. Fight power. <laughs> He said, "Be careful." He said, "Big C, so he been he been down there. He done done some time. Uh, yeah, been there, been there. All right, man, calm down, baby, calm down, man. I got one more question to ask you, man. What's the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> I won't say nephew Tommy, but Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> I got you, baby. Me and your boy Cordell got you. Yeah, well, I'm gonna get him. If I ever meet you, brother, I owe you one too. <laughs> That's, wild. That's, That's good. Weird. That was good. <laughs> that was a great teaching, teaching moment. Yeah. Uh, man, I ain't finna do that. Oh, 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 man. man, I ain't in your business or nothing. But the bank closed. <laughs> <laughs> so you going down there to the bank and close? What, you you going down there? You you dropping something off of somebody? Now, now I'm picking Pick something, something up. up. <laughs> <laughs> said, no, 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 no. Hold, 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 hold on, man. Oh, man, it's just crazy, man. Problem with you, young brother. Trying to save your life. I love old school brothers, man. Get rich quick. Mm-hmm. Man, you got some, man, they gonna blow your brains out about their paper, man. <laughs> uh, they, they wouldn't, everything my mama told me, they looked at, they read it, man. They gave it to me. If they didn't get it, they gave me garbage to eat or if I was gonna die. You don't want this. He tried to tell it. Look, your job is to drive. <laughs> Stupid yeah, Tommy. No, yeah, First no. of all, I ain't doing it. Let's, yeah. let's, let's yeah. get that out now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in this at all. <laughs> Learn yourself. Oh, your ass needs to take a bicycle delivery bill. That was really you good. You need to be somewhere licking stamps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, more of this crazy, ignorant show. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for today's Strawberry Letter, guys. If you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? Right, Steve? Tell them. If you do send it, it's not a guarantee anyway. (laughs) Right, and try. We can read your letter like we're going to read this one today. Tommy, you ready? Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, can't keep this secret much longer. Dear Stephen Shirley, my fiancé and I met in college, and we've been together for three years. She is perfect in every way. She has the looks, a great job, and when it comes to the bedroom, she is on fire. But anyway, here is the problem. Last weekend, I took her to our usual breakfast spot, and we started talking about the wedding and our guest list. I have met her mom, dad, siblings, and grandparents, and she's met my immediate family as well. As we talked more in depth about our relatives, I told her about the small city where my family was from, and she said that her family was from there too. I told her my dad was a huge, uh, has a huge family, and they all lived near the river. She said that her mom's family lives near that same river. At that point, we both had strange looks on our faces. Intrigued by these unique circumstances, my fiancé called her grandmother and asked her if she knew my family. When her grandmother replied, yes, we're all related, our mouths dropped open. She told us that everyone that lives on either side of that river is related. Since then, we've done more research and we found out that we are, in fact, cousins. 
I cannot believe that I've been sleeping with my cousin. We are not sure what we should do. We are in love and plan to get married. I don't want to lose her, but I'm afraid to continue the relationship, especially when our families find out. Her grandmother is bound to tell our secret sooner or later. We need some advice. What should we do? Wow, God. <laughs> yeah, this is something right here. Uh... I mean, as far as I know, you can't marry your cousin. You didn't say if you guys were first cousins. I think in some countries like England and stuff like that, I think long ago they, um, you know, in the monarchy and stuff like that, they wanted to keep the bloodline going. So sometimes they would marry their cousins and stuff. But you're not over there, clearly. Uh, Some states over here, as I understand it, I looked this up, they do uh, have laws where you can marry your cousin. So I don't know. I've never heard of this. I know uh, before, long long ago, like when my mom got married, they used to give you blood tests and things like that to see if you were related. But now when you get married, you don't have to do blood tests. So uh, th- this right here... I couldn't do it. <laughs> and once I found out, it would be it would be hard for me. But um, you're in love and you plan to get married. You don't want to lose her and you're afraid to continue the, the relationship. But remember that look that you had on your face when you found out. Are you going to be able to, to go on with this marriage knowing that you're married to your cousin? Uh, you know, when you have kids, that's something to consider. This is this is uh, well above my pay grade here. I'm going to just be honest with you. I personally would have to back out once I found out that it was, in fact, my cousin. Steve? Well, it ain't above my pay grade. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. As a matter of fact, let's da- damn that river. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Uh, let, let's just go and get to this here. You then fell in love. Obviously, the girl of your dreams. Now, y'all, I was at this breakfast place planning your wedding. I just can't believe that it took y'all three years mm-hmm. to start talking about where y'all from. Mm. That's just sort of crazy to me. Now, you've each met each other's uh, immediate family. But y'all started talking about this river. And that's why I say the subject of this letter ought to be can't keep this secret much longer or damn that river. (laughs) (laughs) One more time. I like how you put that, Steve. The subject is can't keep this secret much longer Uh or damn that river. (laughs) Because that damn river done messed up the plans. You got to talking more in debt about your relatives. I told her from a small city where my family was from. Her family from a small city. Told her my dad had a huge family. She said her mama got a huge family. She said her mom family lived near the river. I said, damn, my daddy family lived near the river. Then you got that strange look on your face. Then when you know something wrong right here. You intrigued by these unique circumstances. She called her grandmama, asked her grandmama, and her grandma replied, yeah, we all related. Mm. Everybody on that river is related. <laughs> Once again, down that river. Big mama knows, too. Uh, uh-huh. And oh, quit talking to her old ass. <laughs> we all related to everybody on each side of that river. Well, if everybody on each side of the river is related, how all them people get on each side of the river? 
Some ah. cousins done met before. You ain't the first one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all in love. What you need to do is find out how far down the line yeah. this cousin thing go. How far down the river. Because like Shirley <laughs> say, she didn't she done researched it. I don't research stuff like this. Because I don't really give a damn what y'all do. So <laughs> what? So I don't give a damn what you do. All I know is damn that river. Now listen. If I was you, I would get a DNA test mm-hmm. so you can see how closely it is. Secondly, you're in love. You ain't going to stop loving her. You ain't going to stop seeing her. I don't know how you can. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this happened. I don't know if it's meant to be. But here's what you can't do. I'm going to come back and share this information. I'm going to tell you reasons why you can't have a wedding and have all their asses there. <laughs> the whole river. That's why man, you can't have a wedding and have their ass here. Steve, it's so many states in the U.S. that allow cousins to get married. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and I think I understand that. If it's so far down the line, mm-hmm. it may not be nothing that can happen. But there's one damn show way to find out if you should have gotten married or not. Because that baby. Got to consider that. Yeah. Yeah. He could be different. (laughs) 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 We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up. He could be standing on the bridge and be looking at both sides of the river at the same time. (laughs) We'll be back at 23 after the hour. The subject can't keep the secret much longer or Steve damn that river <laughs> right after this you're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show all right Steve come on we're back uh, let's recap this letter the subject can't keep the secret much longer or well, this couple been in love they they so in love they've been dating three years they decided to get married they sitting down at their breakfast place they going over the list trying to figure out what they're gonna do who they gonna invite? She started talking about her grandmama. Uh, her down there uh, had a big family, lived on the river. He said, yeah, his daddy had a big family. His daddy lived. People lived down there by the river too. And then the same small city, same damn river. She calls Big Mama. Big Mama said, yeah, all us is related. Everybody on each side of that river. What you call her old ass for? <laughs> now she done messed up everything. Be nice. Now you sitting up in here, be talking to Big Mama. Probably don't forgot half of it. You, first of all, you need to check Big Mama out. If, if she got, you know, she, you know, something Clarity. where she lost it. Uh-huh. She ain't quite what she was. Mm-hmm. She might not have all her facts together. Mm-hmm. But how the hell everybody on both sides of the river is related? Mm. The letter subject is, I can't keep this secret much longer (laughs) or damn that river. (laughs) Yes, we're all related. Our mouths dropped open. She told us that everybody that lives on either side of that river is related. Since then, we've done more research. and We found out that we are, in fact, cousins. Mm. I cannot believe that I've been sleeping 
with my cousin. We're not sure what we should do. We in love and plan to get married. I don't want to lose her. But I'm afraid to continue the relationship, especially when our family find out. Quit talking to them. <laughs> what? Why is you talking to the damn them people down at that river? They're family, Steve. I don't give a damn. You ain't finna go live down there. You left a little ragged ass city. It's down there by the river. Down by the riverside. Boom. Down by the riverside. <laughs> down by the riverside. I'm going to lay down with my cousins. Down by the riverside. we going to find more love. Now, now listen to me. Say it one more time, Steve. I'm going down by the riverside. Down by the riverside. Found love at the riverside. Fell in love with the riverside. I done saw my... Wait, I done laid down with my cousin, <laughs> my cousin from the other by. side of the riverside. We are 14. Now, yeah. here's what you could do. You could elope. Okay. Don't tell your family, but y'all seem like good people. So here's the deal. They gonna find out. The first word out of old black people's mouth, you just nasty. That's coming. That's coming. You're just nasty. So now we about to do a reenactment. Okay. I'm going to be the grandmother. Okay. Jay, you going to be which one coming to the mama to find out about it? Okay. I'll be um, a I got to be a woman, yes. I'll be an aunt. An aunt. An aunt that's related to the grandmama. Okay, come on. Let's go. They talking. You heard what happened, didn't you? You mean about Rodney Neal? Yeah. Oh, my God. If that's not the nastiest thing I ever heard in my entire bone days on this earth. Child, ain't it, though? Just nasty. Straight nasty. It just does something to my spirit to even hear about it and discuss it with you. It do something to my stomach. It make it make me, you know, it make my inside turn inside out just sitting here. You know, you know what it did to me, Clara? What did? Clara. It, you know, it felt like buttermilk. Oh my God. <laughs> you, you you know what it did to me? It gave me gas. I had so much gas inside me when I heard that thing. Oh, that hurt me so bad. But you know what though? What? To tell you the truth. Uh-huh. I can understand what happened to them children. Hmm. Why is that? She just like the rest of us. Uh-huh. That uh-huh. onion must have just been jumping. Yeah. And right. that boy was looking at that onion on that girl yeah. uh-huh. and went for it. I'm just going to say this right here and put it out there. And it ain't got nothing to do with the fact that they cousin, that the kids going to look funny. Rodney is funny looking already. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, I mean, I, I bless his heart. He's the sweetest person in the world. He'll do anything for you. But he is a peculiar, as the Bible say, tender-eyed. He is tender-eyed. Well, then you know what? You, you know, this might be able to pass long then, you know. Because you if be you're right. looking, already looking confused, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. Having children, cause you know the baby. If they has a baby, uh huh. Somebody said <laughs> that the baby. The first thing that they gonna notice about the baby when the baby get here, see if the uh-huh. baby had wall eye. Wall. Mm. What is wall eye? 
wall eyes when he looking straight, but one of his eyes is looking at the wall. One of them just oh. shoot off and just be on his own, just be looking. But you know, when you see them together, you have to say that they is in love. They definitely mm-hmm. is They look in cute. Love. They, they, they makes a cute well, couple. I would not use the word cute because she is a little funny looking too. Now, <laughs> now I'm just saying. I'm well, just now, saying. if you want to know the truth, Claire, yes. okay, uh-huh. here we go now. Uh-huh. The reason both of them look strange uh-huh. is because, you know, his Uncle Harold uh-huh. and her Aunt uh, Debbie, uh, uh. you know, they stayed across the river from each other, too. Uh. I knowed it. I mm. knowed it. I knowed it was something. Mm. And they say, they also say there's something in that river water to make them look like they look. They been, that ain't they got said, nothing to do with the river water. You sure ain't got nothing to do with it? Mm-mm. Them chromosomes. All right. <laughs> Miss Clara and uh, Big Mama, we got to go. All uh, right. We'll holler at you later. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at Steve sure, Harvey. I hope the FM. baby don't look too crazy. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, it's time for something funny. And, uh, Jay, this is about stuff you say to your neighbors under your breath. Please explain. This has to do with we see our neighbors all the time. We're not that fond of them mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. So we speak, but under our breath, we're saying little things, little little insulting things like, hey, how you doing? You need to clean up that nasty ass, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Jack. Keep it 100, Jack. Jack. <laughs> keeping, it, keeping it 100. You got one thing. Jack, Jay. I just want this. <laughs> Earl, how you doing? How you doing? Earl, my man. You need some curtains, man. You don't want to see your naked ass oh. every night. <laughs> we see it too much. How you doing, Franklins? Good to see you. Hope that boy stay home this time. <laughs> Takes vacations, Junior. Uh, hey, good to see ya. Uh-huh. This is the fifth time. Hey. Come on, nephew. Stuff we Perkins. say to our neighbors. Perkins, how are you? Good, good. You should do something with that damn boat you could have. Man. That boat don't even work. You got deep restrictions. How you doing, Miss Kennedy? Hey, how you doing? I smell that weed way over here. (laughs) (laughs) Across the street, I smell it. (laughs) Dale, Dale, Kim, how you guys doing today with them stupid ass kids? Neighbors under, under our, our breath. breath. It's gotta be seen. It's gotta breath. be seen. <laughs> Come on, Junior. Hey, hey, Smith's good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now. I wouldn't be pushing my mama that long. <laughs> <laughs> now she got to do something. Three people. <laughs> hey, Bob. How are you? Good, good. Wish you can stop your fat ass wife from swimming naked on her. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, just scan the hell out of my dog. 
Morning, morning, Mr. Anderson. How you doing? Yeah. How you get four cars on block and don't none of them work? <laughs> four cars? That yard is a mess. Stuff we say to our neighbors under our breath. Come on, Steve. Willis, what's going on, boy? I see you. Have a good one today. So glad he over there, because that breath for him. <laughs> he killed He cut my grass last week. <laughs> he killed my flowers. He spoke to me and cut my grass last week for this breath. Wow. That's bad. That's a dragon right there. <laughs> hey, hey, Johnsons. It's good to see y'all. All right, now, man. No, no, we good. We good. I'll tell you right now, I know a baby when he eat paper. I know. I know that baby eat paper. And he can't tell me no more. I know that baby eats paper. Baby, he's smart at all. No, you ain't got to bring him over. No, we good. <laughs> Stuff oh, we he got to make this birthday party, baby. Stuff we say to our neighbors under our breath. Tommy, go. Leonard. Hey. Nice day today. Good, good. Wasn't good last night, damn police. What? I know you said it, though. I know you said it. You, you called him. You called him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff we say to our neighbors under our breath. Ethel, Herman, how y'all doing? <laughs> so good. Ethel and Herman, my Ethel friend, Herman. my friend. <laughs> Time for y'all put y'all mom in a hole. <laughs> you cannot say that. Steve. <laughs> put your mom in a hole. Just be bending over her ass up in the window. You put your mom in a hole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Black people don't do that. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Mitchell, what's going on? Yeah, I'm good. You don't see that dog doing your yard? You just don't see it. <laughs> yeah. You just, you just don't right leave, it. Just leave it there. <laughs> you need a <laughs> Stuff we say to our neighbors under our breath. Junior. Hey, what's up, Curtis? Hey, Keisha, what's going on? <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> All right, now. Ain't no end of the world no better than that damn loud. <laughs> he ain't killing that. <laughs> way too much noise. You been hearing him. I don't even know how they touched both their stomachs. Is that? <laughs> All right, man, I'm good, man. <laughs> Come on, nephew. Stuff we say to our neighbors <laughs> under our breath. Kindly. Kindly. Yard's looking good. Looking real good. You come over this line, though. You come over this line. One more time with that damn lawnmower. I'm telling you now. You know what the damn line is. You know you know what the line is. You know my side. You know your damn side. Keep on doing it. Well, that property line means something. Yeah, that uh-huh. really do, man. It's invisible, <laughs> but it means something. You know what that line is, uh-huh. right? Man, that's my line. <laughs> All right, I think we have time for two more. Jay and then Steve close it out. Uh, stuff we say to our neighbors under our breath. Let's go. Come yeah. on, Jay. Hey! Hey! What's going on? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Ooh, she whooped your ass last night. <laughs> <laughs> they got into a fight. <laughs> she, she told that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Close it out. Stuff we say to Take our neighbors. Home, dog. Read I'm out, Sydney. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Could have invited me over to the little stank ass party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They had a barbecue and everything. 
everything. That's why I'm Bobby getting everything. All right, more of this crazy ignorance show. Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so uh, <laughs> I see we have here little mean things. Yeah, I know. It's me. That... This is all me. Oh, this, this is, is all Jay. you? This is all me. Okay. I, I have been dubbed the meanest person here. Well, that, well I don't I mean, care. you're not really a mean person. No. But you're honorary as hell. You're <laughs> just an old, honorary, bitter, yeah. disgruntled. <laughs> yeah. Very, That's the word, disgruntled. I take all that. Yeah, what, so what you and doing it's, it's now? And it's little things that give me enlightenment. Little mean things that I like to do. Okay. You What's actually that? do these? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love Like to. what? Like, okay, if I see somebody's dog using, like, using outside, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. to honk the horn real loud. <laughs> in the middle. Make, make, <laughs> right, in, right in the middle. Make right, just make him just making him. Yeah. That, that, that gives me mean, such an enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> like if I see somebody running for the elevator, I'm on the elevator, and they yell out, hold the door. I'm coming. I act like I'm holding the door. Uh-huh. But I go through the most. Hey. You can make it. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, Come dog. on. Hey, dog, act like you're looking for Yeah, the and then stop pushing button. that button. Yeah. And then when that door closes, I love it. I'm sitting back. I'm sitting back down. <laughs> Don't be right back down. That's so, that's so that's much mean, that's mean and evil. If that's I see somebody in the store with his wife or his uh, girlfriend, uh-huh. oh my god, this is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love to do this. What? Like when they're not looking, uh-huh. put condoms and lube <laughs> in their basket. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. When they get to check out. Get your friend, Steve. Put get it up under friend. the meat. Oh, my God. When they, when they check out. Let's see that look on that face. Oh, oh that's so much that. fun. Oh, my that. God. When I see little old ladies crossing the street um, with what? the walker, just like. Yeah. What? <clears throat> <Yeah. clears throat> when they get right in front of the car, just hit the gas. You hit, hit that gas with your, with your foot on the brake, right? That's too dangerous, Jay. Just hit it one That's time. That's too dangerous. Jay. You're so mean. Just that look on their face. You can grab it straight up. Baby, he's scared. I'm that guy. I don't mind taking your parking space. I don't mind. If I see you waiting, I'll be like, get up in there. I know you was waiting. It'll work out for you. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I love to do this. I love to go to a restaurant. Any restaurant I go to, it's my birthday. Get that cake. Happy birthday, yeah, song. You know, you know uh, but you gotta say it low. You know it's you know it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to you. I love it. I love it. <laughs> He's diabetic and he's getting cake. Yeah, it is your birthday. For free. For free. If I'm in church, right, uh-huh. and you got your baby facing me, uh-huh. I'm gonna make him cry. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. 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 Oh, you right here. Leave the <laughs> when the parents turn around, you got a straight face. This is smiling. the best oh. one right here. What? You go yeah. in the ladies, in these ladies' stores, right? Uh, uh, in the big, uh, the big shops, yeah. and you switch the sizes, right? <laughs> you, t- you put size six <laughs> on a fourteen. <laughs> so, so she thinks she got on the six. Right? <laughs> Girl, I'm coming down. <laughs> Girl, it's it's coming out. Right. Uh, uh, man, there's something wrong with you, man. Did so you know all this uh, when you hired him? Oh, that's so yeah. much fun. Yeah, uh, so wrong just the last mean? one right here. Okay. You got yeah. another one. Just the last one. Hitchhikers. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. They're the best. They're the best. Because you know they've been out there for a while. Yeah. You stop about two blocks up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you have to yell, where you going? <laughs> the show coming up next you're listening to the steve harvey morning show all right steve and jay you you guys go back we go back so far i know so far i I mean crazy stories there was never cable we had a tv Uh steve would always tell me about how he sold insurance and i think Uh i'm gonna let you finish it but the story he told about how he (laughs) was going to sell insurance to these people he drove way out somewhere he was tired late at night way out and it was this couple 
Go ahead, tell us, Steve. They was old. Wait a minute. They was old, and I had to drive way out. Man, it was dark where they lived. I'm sleepy. And I get out there, and the lady was real nice, man. She went and got me some tea. And I was taking a couple sips of the tea, and they was sitting there. And, I, you know, one of them had a hearing aid, so I had to speak a little loud. And, you know, when you're tired, that takes more energy. And I'm just talking about this policy. The guy got up and went somewhere and came back, and that stopped my momentum. So when he came back and he sat down, uh, I was damn near gone. And I looked at him, and I was sitting there, man. And I said, yeah, Commonwealth. Ooh. No idea how long I was sleeping. But the old white people was just sitting there oh, looking at me. They can't go and to bed I, with a black man in their and, house. And when I opened my eyes, I did not know who them two white people were. Oh my God. He was I sweet. didn't know. I said, man, is this a hostage situation? <laughs> Do they have me? Oh Is my they got God. a crazy son with an act somewhere? Oh Man, my I got gosh. to looking around. That lady said, you sure are tired, mister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Man, God I sat there, Steve. man. The only thing that clued me was I looked back down at my paperwork, and it said Commonwealth Insurance. Oh. <laughs> that let me like- know. You an insurance agent. You are. Because <laughs> I thought it was a hostage situation. I said, man, these white folks and got me out of these damn woods. Man, I ain't got no cell phone. You know, what? no cell phones or nothing. No, so I just, no. I don't have a cell phone. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. Oh, man. Wow. Man, said, man, that's bad bad like that. jobs. Bad jobs, man. Uh, and, and they look just like them white people on that uh on that cornflake box, remember? <laughs> oh, um. Ma and Paul uh, Kettle. Yeah. Ma and Paul Kettle, yeah. right, yeah. They had the pitchfork here, them wire frame glasses. Mm-hmm. Look like he'll kill you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he but he's weak and feeble, but they look like they were real strong, too, though. <laughs> man, I'm through, man. I woke I'm up, sorry. man. I'm telling you, I swear to God, I woke up, I did not know who them two people was. <laughs> <laughs> so how'd you get out? What, what out? How'd you? Oh, it's time to go now. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've been asleep an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> you, sure, Thank you. you sure are tired, mister. <laughs> I'm assuming they didn't buy no insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> yeah. well, then then, then the dude agents, come tell yeah. me, well, well, you need to come back when you can stay awake, young man. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> driving back out here no more. <laughs> y'all going to be uninsured. <laughs> damn man, anybody going to know. If y'all die tonight, nobody going to know. <laughs> You were destined to do what you're doing. Yeah, I know. I, sh- I heard him. No. <laughs> yeah, you, I show. Sure, I show sure ain't gonna bring out no policy check out here. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> hey, I'm gonna sell that so check to jobs. my boys so fast. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Steve. Uh, J. Anthony Brown is here to murder another hit. Devin. Well. 
<laughs> you you, you got something feeling. for me, Jay? Well, this is how you were feeling last week. Since y'all won, this, you were feeling mighty bad last week. <laughs> what is you bringing up last week? This is what it sound like when pimps cry. But see, hold <laughs> up, hold up, hold up, hold Jay. Up. Jay, you're from Columbia, South Carolina, right? Uh-huh. You got a college team. And guess what they name is? The Game Cox. Now, who want to be that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That ain't even pimp talk right there. Somebody come up to me and talk about, is you a Game Cox? We've been to fight. <laughs> All right, so um, I put a little something together for you, man. I hope did you, you like it, man. I yeah, sure check it out. appreciate check it, Check it out, man. man. Go, let me, come let on. me know what you think. Yeah, oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, man, thank you so much. back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. As a matter of fact, this is our last break of the day. Steve's closing remarks. You don't want to miss it. It's been a good day. We'll be back at 49 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. And uh, Steve, give us something uplifting in your closing remarks, okay? Just over the weekend, I just want to remind some people of some things. Um, Look, I know when you're chasing your dreams that it gets a little hard for you sometimes. I'm fully aware of that. I know sometimes when you're chasing them dreams, it gets daunting. I know you get disappointed. I know I know, really, man, that you become impatient because you go like, wow, man, it don't seem like nothing's happening. I'm just, I'm just saying that to hang in there. I'm just trying to encourage you. You know, the one thing in order to make your dreams come true, you you can never quit. If you quit 100%, I can promise you your dreams won't come true. 
if you quit. So you've got to persevere. You've got to be persistent. You're going to have to realize that you're going to be faced with the challenges, the disappointments, hardships, setbacks. It's a part of the life. It's part of life, but it's part of the game of success. What the devil does, though, he has a masterful trick. In this moment of disappointment, uh, setbacks, hurt, and impatience, he has an amazing trick. He starts playing with your mind. Maybe it ain't meant to be. Here go a real when he playing it. You know, it probably ain't God's will. Uh-oh, you got to be careful of that. And be careful of people who always tell you it may not be God's will. How do they know what God's will is for you? Be very careful of people who always come to you with that. Never a word of encouragement. Never a word to say, hey, you know, I'm pulling for you. None of that. You know, if, be, be leery of people who say, you know, it may not be for you. Maybe it's not for you. How do they know this? How do they know this? If you bent on that happening, if you've seen it in your imagination over and over and over, if you're thoroughly convinced that this is for you, and if you're gifted at it, stop listening to these people. Stop listening to these people. Have you ever heard somebody, you know what, could be, maybe you're thinking too big. Are you kidding me? Maybe it's not your time. Maybe it ain't the Lord's will. When a person always comes to you with that and never has words of encouragement, you have shared your dream with the worst person you can possibly share your dream with. If you want to kill a big dream, share it with a small-minded person. Oh, my God. They are experts at how come, why not, what for how that's supposed to work out. Small-minded people only tell you why something won't work. Have you noticed that? Everybody, do you have somebody in your life, man, that every time you talk to them, they got something negative to say? You know, know, have you ever heard anybody say to them, you know what, you've really put enough into this? Have you ever heard that? You've really put enough into this. Hold on, wait a minute, man. Do you realize that in order to become successful, that you have to pour your all in all into something? All in all means all you got and all. Some more. When you when you when something says you have to give your all in all, that means you have to give your all, which is everything you have, and then you have to find some more to throw at it. That's what all in all means. That's giving it your all. And all. So you got to throw everything you have at it. And then you got to throw some more at it. My father used to tell me this all the time, and I did not understand it until I got older. He used to always say to me, he said, son, when you think you can't do no more, do some more. And I used to be looking at my father. I go, man, is this dude crazy? Didn't, didn't he hear me just say how tired I am? Didn't my father just hear me say, I can't do no more? He looked dead at me and said, son, when you feel like you can't do no more, do some more. I bet you can. And you know what? He was right. 
I didn't get it till I grew up. And I started thinking about giving up or quitting or walking away. And I found myself just hanging in there. Because you know what? When you think you've done everything you could do and you can't do no more, do like my daddy Slick Harvey said, just do some more. When you want to be successful, you're going to have to give your all in all. So that means you got to put all you have into it. And when you put all you got into something, you got to find some more and throw that at it too. That's it. If you can do that, if you can do that, that's the end of a very famous poem I learned while pledging called If. If you can fulfill the, the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, the earth is yours and everything that's in it, and which is more, you will be a man, my son. The key to that is if you can fulfill the unforgiving minute. Now, that unforgiving minute means it just keeps on ticking. But if you can fill it with 60 seconds worth of distance run, that means the whole time you in there, you hauling, the earth is yours and everything that's in it. And which is more, you'll be a man, my son. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 